Welcome to another episode of Topical with me. It's Michael Schaefer. I've had a few weeks off because I've been overseas, but I'm back now. The podcast is back. It's better than ever. Sadly, the Queen is not better than ever. She's dead. But we've got a great episode today with the very funny Matt O'Neill, where we discuss why you can't have a welcome to country ceremony followed by a minute's silence for the Queen. Then we discuss how the British tabloids have proven that it's easier to be a pedophile than a woman of colour. And last, we we talk about the backlash towards the new Little Mermaid movie because she's black and it's got a lot of evolutionary biologists on twitter very upset normally we'd go to a minute silence now for elizabeth but i reckon the podcast music is better so let's do that Matt, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. Mm-hmm. Um, huge week in news. Obviously, we've got to get to the top story, which is, of course, the Sydney Swans making the <laughs> AFL Grand Final. Yeah. Huge, huge news. God save the Swans. <laughs> That's what, yeah. It's a shame that Liz isn't here to see it. I know she loved the Swans. She owns all of them. Mm. She, uh, she is dead, which is uh, a shame if you care about the Queen. If, yeah, if you're Prince also, Charles. If you're Prince Charles, probably good. Guess they're oh, the king now. True, yeah. Finally. Um, also, we should. I should apologise if anyone's finding out the Queen's dead from this podcast. <laughs> Imagine that. Sounds like, like two weeks after she dies. So, <laughs> Imagine listening to my podcast being like, oh my God. Someone's just spat their drink out. <laughs> what? i got to throw out all my money. This yeah. is bullshit. Wow. I think that the way that is... I want to get you on the pod this way just because I think it's you've got an interesting perspective on things given your background and listeners can probably tell from your accent that uh you're from the motherland originally yeah. the truth is i'm the only british comedian you know who's not overseas that is true yeah. yes yeah that's fine i was just in the uk hanging out with heaps of them yeah. if only she had died then <laughs> she was alive <laughs> i would you, have had so many options for guests you've had no gigs though everything would have been cancelled wouldn't it yeah do you know what's no, interesting no. that the last time a monarch died well at least me remembering a monarch dying was when i was in thailand in 2016 mm-hmm. and the king had just died and so the show that I had planned at the Bangkok Comedy Club got postponed. Right. Because they were all mourning for the king. And okay. I remember thinking at the time, this is such a bizarre, backward thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> and then the queen dies and the whole world shuts yeah. down. Yeah. And I'm like, actually, Thailand were probably ahead of their time, actually. Like even countries outside of that country have had days off. Like that's... Yeah. That's amazing. Like, Australia, like an old lady dies on the other side of the world. Mm. We had a public holiday yesterday. That's just incredible, isn't it? I did a gig last night mm. on a national day of mourning. Yeah, me and too. And you did a gig last night as yeah. well. Was the crowd uh, like weird or were they just normal? They, they loved it. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I was the only one who went to town on it and uh, they were really on board with it. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. You kind of have to, I thought you have to bring it up. So I was on first. Mm. The MSA didn't mention anything about the Queen dying. And I thought, well, I should probably mention it given it's the National Day of Mourning. And then when I mentioned it, I thought it was going to get a big laugh, but instead the crowd just went, oh yeah, we should be solemn today. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and then they were just kind of like solemn for the next seven minutes of my performance. Where was this at? <laughs> the Rubber Chicken in South Melbourne. Oh, how, how, at the Rubber Chicken. Yeah. The, where are you going tonight to mourn the Queen? The Rubber Chicken. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, no, I was at the uh, the lounge and they were very much up for it. They were up for it. Yeah, yeah, maybe just different crowds. You know? I think, I think so. Republicans yeah. go to the go to the lounge and monarchists go to the rubber chicken. Yeah, obviously. lots of indigenous people at the lounge last night. Yeah, they, they, they were it. They were they went to town on it yesterday, didn't they? Did you see that? They were. What happened? It was um they so you had obviously it was a day of mourning. Yes. Uh, they decided to. Uh, smear blood all over the uh, the British consulate and over the um, the union cut the union jack out of the the Australian flag which to, it's fair enough yeah. like I, as a, as someone from the UK I'm completely on their side that's interesting that you're on their side oh well I guess, I guess also my history being Irish like it is like I get it like the, the you know I'm obsessed with how the Irish have responded to this because they're so funny have you seen all those videos? Lizzie in the box? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the football chance Lizzie's in a box makes me laugh so much. Just yeah. the lack of empathy and respect. I, and I completely understand, obviously, where they're coming from, given their history. It makes me laugh so much mm. how much they don't give a fuck about the feelings of British people. But, but, but rightly so. Rightly so. Like, but there was also a really great TikTok that went viral that I saw of these like five brilliant Irish dancers uh, tap dancing or do sorry Irish, Irish dancing, dancing. sorry yeah. I call it tap dancing the Irish river dance doing the river dance yeah. in front of Buckingham Palace to another one bites the dust by oh, wow. Queen it was beautiful chef's kiss someone beautiful. should someone will surely mock up something of them river dancing on a grave yeah hundred that'll be I might do that <laughs> they should have no <laughs> they should have gone to the queue and just started river dancing along the queue. <laughs> just start an absolute riot yeah interesting you mentioned I wasn't aware of the um protest yesterday mm. so you're saying from indigenous people that were protesting completely fair enough I, I think it's so strange the way in which like Australia is very confused about its own history and I thought that was really evident when the AFL finals were like the day after she died and at the AFL finals I'm not sure if you remember this they had the welcome to country ceremony which they do now like every AFL final mm-hmm. and I think also during the year now I'm starting to do it and then straight after welcome to country they had a minute silence for the queen right the strangest yeah. sequence of events I've yeah. ever seen, I think, on Australian history. Probably the strangest sequence of events actually I've ever seen was when I was watching the Brownlow medal count a few years ago, which obviously the AFL's Night of mm. Nights, and they did a touching tribute to uh, a football coach who had died during the year. And then straight after that touching tribute, they cut to Mick Malloy doing stand-up comedy. And it was the most bizarre gear change. I th- <laughs> yeah, I think that's the um, the Irish influence in this country, isn't it? Just those juxtapositions are very. Uh, I, I think that's where they come from. Yeah, but it's also it's also like a, I mean, it's a contradiction. Go back to the the, the minute silence mm. and the welcome to country. You can't do those back to back. You can't no. be like, oh, we just want to acknowledge that the monarchy stole all this land. <laughs> also. Sorry to hear her go. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. you ca- it's such a contradiction. Yeah. They came out here, genocide. Yeah. But she will be missed. <laughs> she will be missed. I just couldn't believe. I, I think there was a lot of backlash towards that. And then, uh, you know, they were going to do it in the um, Indigenous round for the AFL women's matches. Oh. And then all of, you know, the Indigenous players were like, absolutely, well, absolutely not. Oh, not no. even just Indigenous players. I think everyone was like, that's insane to do a minute silence during indigenous round yeah it's it's great look you know i I grew up in scotland where they they, from what from where i lived in in aberdeen they hated the the monarchy yeah 
Like they despised it. And all the history you'd learn about like William Wallace, Robert the Bruce was all about defeating the English. But like they hate like being a, like my parents are from the UK. I identified as being English, um, even though I had a, a Scottish accent and was in Scotland. It was, um, it was I always found it quite um, uh, kind of shocking how much they hated us. Like they, they despised the English and especially obviously the monarchy. Mm. Um, but even now, they seem to like when they had the chance to become a republic, they all voted to stay in. And I know that's for different reasons, but I, I still like to this day, I, I don't understand why they're. St- I don't know why we're still part of it. Why Australia is yeah, still? Yeah, Australia and Scotland. Like, I don't know why we haven't just cut them off completely. I, I, my theory is the main reason that we're still part of the Commonwealth is because we are. Very reliant on the Commonwealth Games yeah. for sporting success. <laughs> I, I've thought that since I was a kid. Like, if it wasn't for Commonwealth Games, you'd have swimming at the Olympics every few years, and that's it. And yes. you guys love your sport. Oh, we love, and we love winning as well. Yeah. And it's a great opportunity to win because you don't have to compete against America, Russia, or China, or Russia. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you don't have to compete against Russia at all anymore, considering they're not allowed to compete at the Olympics. But uh-huh. the point being is that. We like to win and we get a lot of gold, silver and bronze out of it. And I'm pretty confident we make more gold, silver and bronze from the Commonwealth Games every four years than we do from mining in all the country. <laughs> so that's why, yeah, part, yeah. <laughs> clever. And when you look at it that way, I very think we clever. Have to, we have to, what we have to do is, if we're ever going to become a republic, I think the selling point has to be, hey, we're a republic, but we found a loophole where we still get to compete in the Commonwealth Games. I do think that some countries do that is it south africa that might do that well, is it, yeah it's south africa canada i mean i guess they still got close ties to to an extent not as close as us i would have thought though yeah um, mind you canada might have compromised their relationship with the commonwealth did you see that justin trudeau was caught singing uh bohemian rhapsody in london during the period of mourning well it's queen <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think that's kind of fair enough, isn't it? Well, it could have been worse. It could have been another one bites the dust. Yeah. Know? Or it's a kind of magic. <laughs> yeah. Don't but people it. going to town on him and being like, dude, you can't be singing songs. Like he was, seemed a bit drunk. He was like singing next to a piano man in a bar. <laughs> and everyone's like, you, you shouldn't be celebrating during a time like this. You're being too happy. It's not a good look. I don't know. I think if you consider all the scandals he's had in his prime ministership, this is the third worst one behind the two blackface incidents. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God Skomo wasn't around still. He would have been there with his ukulele. Oh, but. Jamming, jamming to Queen with him and stuff like that. Could have been. <laughs> he would just be like, Justin, I know what would make this better. Yeah. <laughs> A bit of the uke. <laughs> I've got it from here. Let me take that this. That would be the greatest tragedy of the week. <laughs> Watching those two perform with each other. Yeah. But I do think that's probably the reason why we're not a republic. The fact we just want the Commonwealth Games so much. Question for you. If you were in the UK, would you go to the queue and would you queue up? No. <laughs> okay. No. I would go to the queue just to see it. No, I wouldn't. Uh, to, to see the queue just or to, to see, see the her? queue. I'd okay. be more fascinated by the queue and the people in the queue than the box at the end of the queue. No, I hate queues. <laughs> okay. Like I will not queue for bread. You won't queue for bread. Or food. Actually, just food in general. You know you know all the, the queues outside restaurants in Melbourne? Yeah. I will never do that. Yeah, I, that's probably fair enough. Because yeah. a lot of that is just based upon one recommendation in broadsheet. And so everyone flocks there. Yeah. 
But I think you got a queue for bread every now and again. Are you telling me you're in a war zone? There's a queue. There's you know the aid people coming to save you, and you go to the truck. Ah, oh, there's a queue. I'll wait for the next well, one. Well, isn't it bizarre? We've we've just had this 24 hour people waiting 24 hours to see yes a coffin, and now in Russia you've got these queues of people trying to get out of Russia yeah to not end up in, in the coffin. coffin yeah yeah. Like what a juxtaposition there is. Like it's, I keep using that word juxtaposition. I love juxtapositions. <laughs> that's that's what I live for. I live for things that. Contradict. That's where I live and die for juxtapositions. <laughs> Another juxtaposition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's interesting that people would spend so much time for what I think is not a very exciting outcome so at the end you don't get to see if you got to see her mm. like if they had just like strung her up at the end she's like i don't know they've attached a little mechanical <laughs> robot to her hand and she's waving she's at just, you yeah doing that doing the queen Brilliant. wave yeah and if she was doing that at the end i'd of course i'd wait 24 hours to see uh a a, a corpse yeah reanimated I, I would pay for that i'd wait for that but you just can see a box at the end you can see that on tv well I, i'm probably not in there yeah, I was thinking, what if she's not in there? How do you know she she's is. in there? I mean, do you know David Icke? Oh, the guy who believes that everyone's a lizard. Well, and in particular, the Queen. Yeah, he's on the podcast next week. What are you going to say oh, about brilliant. him? Yeah, no, well, where is he? <laughs> like, I, where's... Because surely she's just so like... He thinks that she's a lizard. Yeah. He thinks a lot of people are lizards. He thinks though. he saw her turn into a lizard. Not just that he <laughs> thinks... No, no, that's what he... He saw her turn into a lizard. When did he see her? He was at the, uh, the palace... He was at the palace because he was a he was just a regular Joe journalist beforehand, a sports journalist, I believe. Okay, and I'm sure he was at the the palace for like you know through some invite only thing. Obviously, invite only. <laughs> just rocked up yeah, for a cup of tea. Yeah, at the palace. Mind you, there was that guy who famously did break into the he palace did. and did break into the queen's bedroom, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, he didn't have to queue at all. <laughs> He just went straight. Where was he? Do you reckon he was at the front of the... He would have been the first one to see the box. He, he would have gone like, at night. It's me again. Oh, no, it was open all... It was 24-7, wasn't it? Well, Mars Which 10, if you came for 24 hours. Yeah. I think the most exciting thing about the queue is just seeing who else is in the queue. David Beck was in the queue. That would be cool, wouldn't it? That would be very cool. I've been on a, a plane before and there was a, a soccer player sat behind me and I was pretty excited. <laughs> and he wasn't even that good. Like, he's... Do you know what's exciting about that series, that scenario though? Who was a soccer player, by the way? His name was Justin Hoyt. He played for Arsenal and okay. he played for my team, Middlesbrough. And he was playing for my team, Middlesbrough, at the time. Wow. We, we were on the flight from um, Dubai to uh, Newcastle. So that's a seven, eight-hour flight. That's a lot of time. And it wasn't until the last hour that I got up to go to the like the toilet and had a look around. And I was like, oh my God. I sat down next to my brother. I'm like, Justin Hoyt's behind us. <laughs> We've been next to him the whole time. So imagine that's David Beckham in yes. front of you in the queue 24 hours. And I was going to say, in both of those scenarios, they're captive. So that Justin Hoyt is on a plane. He can't get away from you. Equally, David Beckham has got his spot in the queue. Yeah. So he's not going to be leaving that. So you can really fanboy as hard as you want. Oh, God, yeah. He's not going to leave his spot in the queue and come back in 24 hours. He had, to, he had like a the Peaky Blinders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the Peaky cap Blinders cap on. Yeah. He looked like a real rock star, didn't he? He did. I'd be... You'd, you'd have to have a chat. Oh, you'd have to say hello. Yeah, when he's not crying. Do you reckon he's... He, he, had, he was crying. Was he crying? He was crying just as he was about to... He was very emotional about it. I thought maybe he was crying because it was such a long queue and he couldn't get to the front. <laughs> <laughs> so this is taking a while. 
Imagine I don't, there'll be a queue to see David Beckham. He was he was very loved in the UK. Do you reckon he'll in get England? a longer queue than yeah. like I'd queue up for him. You queue for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so many people would queue up for David Beckham. Yeah. I just think it's weird that you would queue when you don't have to. He doesn't have to queue. Well, I just saw it on TV. I, I saw it like, and I, I got the gist of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you I mean, like, mean, he doesn't have to queue in the sense that he could, surely he could pull some strings and get well, to the Well, there was front. plenty of people doing that and they weren't happy with them. I thought it was funny that people were upset about the inequality of people cut into the front of the queue. Mm. And it's like, you know, you're queuing up to see the Queen. The royalty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, I like the people standing guard. They were my, first of all, she's dead. So you, you stand down, if anything. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, what are we trying to protect? Yeah, you? yeah, she's done. But <laughs> the Queen's bodyguards were still like on high alert. They, they, yeah, but they kept having like, um, like the grandchildren are going to stand vigil, and and her children, like the King and Prince Andrew and Anne, they all stood vigil as well, like stood guard. For how long? Well, this is it because I was. They get in all their uniform, so they have like all the the military badges, like Prince Charles, all those badges for doing. Yes. Yeah. Um, like everything aside, that's your mum in the coffin there, and you just have to stand there while the crowds walk by you. Yeah. But they were only there for ten minutes. Oh, it was just ten minutes. It was like ten to fifteen minutes. Probably just for the cameras. It would have taken longer to get dressed. Yeah. I mean, there's then, a lot of medals on those jackets. Exactly. But like, you've really lucked out if you were in the queue and you arrived at the coffin just as they also happened to be there. You'd be like, this is the greatest. The, co- the coolest th- just to be in that 10-15 minute window would be well, exciting how brave was Prince Andrew oh. I mean like, or everything aside what a brave man <laughs> give him some kudos for, he is a brave a brave pizza loving man is Prince Andrew let's let's give him some credit where it's due well, just for showing his face in public or just being in front of all those young ladies who would have been walking by he held it together very well he did like, keep himself together very nicely yeah. uh, well I got in, tr- well, not in trouble, but someone wrote to me and said, oh, don't make fun of Prince Andrew. He's a war hero. What? And I was like, yeah, but he's also a pedophile. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you could be both. <laughs> Is he a war hero as well? I gotta look into so, that. I mean, we. He's we, probably served. He flew a helicopter, I believe. We, we, it was England against, oh, sorry, Britain. It was Great Britain against uh, Argentina. On the Falklands. Over the Falklands. Yeah, oh, that's I'm where it sure. was. <laughs> You're a war hero for yeah. fighting the Argentinians for an island that's it's off not like their the, coast. It's, yeah, it's not like the football. I'm pretty sure we were going to win that one. You know what I mean? There was no... It did need a lot more than Maradona to beat us on that one, yeah. I think. We, we had that one in the bag. You guys had the hand of God, that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Like, but, I, yeah, I don't know. I, war hero, I'm pretty sure, like you said, you're still not allowed to... Um, a pedophile yeah. <laughs> that shouldn't be the excuse no maybe that's how they should punish pedophiles send See, them to war that, that that's a good like the um, in game of thrones like send them to the the wall is that what they did in game of thrones did you watch game of thrones i've seen I've, i watched it in the background if that okay. makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. That's so fair i missed enough. most of it and it's also eight-year-old reference so i'm not sure <laughs> yeah. why i'm bringing it up but i guess it's the closest thing i know about the royal family is game of thrones it's pretty accurate apart from the dragons <laughs> That's all. That's what you're basing your entire understanding of the royal family from. <laughs> that, there was that's that why of, I hate them. Haven't you seen what they are up to, man? Yeah, you've seen what Joffrey did. <laughs> Fuck that kid. Worst monarch ever. Exactly. Disgusting. Um, yeah. I don't, yeah. Prince. Uh, yeah. He was. I mean, imagine you were there when he, I wouldn't be able to hold back. I'd say something. Someone well, did. I someone think. yelled out when he was in. I think it was Edinburgh when yeah. they were walking 
he was walking behind the coffin and then someone yeah. yelled out, you're a sick man, Andrew, which could just be medical advice. First of might all, have had COVID. Might have had COVID. It mm. might have been a doctor seeing his pale skin. <laughs> Andrew, you're sick. You need medical. It could have been him trying to assist, yeah. but it was interpreted as a violation of the public order. So mm. this guy got arrested and I think the crowd roughed him up a little he bit as well. He did look a bit roughed up, yeah. Yeah. Brave. That guy's brave. That guy's brave. Well, and Prince Andrew walking through Scotland, again, <laughs> that's brave. What you're saying is that there's good people on both sides. That's well, what you're trying to say. You've just come back from there. <laughs> yeah. What's the weather like? Terrible. Oh, is it still freezing or? Well, I came back from Edinburgh. It was terrible there. Yeah. London was quite nice. It's You still get some balmy days. Yes. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. He's walking around in all that gear. Yes. Do you know where I'm going with this? He doesn't sweat. He'd be like, <laughs> how how hard would that have been for him? Like, Because everyone will be watching. Does he not sweat? And he'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> Just holding himself together. Yeah. It's not sweat. It's it's tears. It's tears. It's tears from every pore <laughs> for my dead mother. I'm crying out of all my pores. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's been very interesting to see how the media has tried, well, the British tabloids in particular, are working very hard to rehabilitate Andrew's image. Because you've seen all those stories about how he's he's looking after the Queen's corgis. (laughs) Yeah. I'm obsessed with these stories because the British tabloids are like, how do we humanise this absolute monster? Yeah. Oh, well, he's, he's a dog owner, so he's got that going for him well that was because i one of the news sources i go to as a british man is i check out the bbc yes. uh, website mainly i for thought you're about to say the daily mail no, no. <laughs> that's I where i get che- all my info no from. i do check that because i've always my granddad always uh, we ha- he had this balance he was he was a, a, a conservative man funnily enough for a working class guy he yeah. was a tory it's always interesting that working class people often vote Conservative, which I think is yeah. a lot of the times in, against their own interests. Very much so. But he was staunch. Like he loved John Major and, and all that. Like yeah. He, but he would always have, you'd have the um, the Sun, which is the, the paper with the page three goal and thing like, you know, your tabloid <laughs> trash. But then he'd also have uh, the Guardian. So it would, he'd get the, the two papers every day. What a juxtaposition. Yeah. So I always, <laughs> I've always done that myself is bounce between, like I will check the Daily Mail out just to see what the Kardashians are up to. Yeah. I'm always obsessed when the Daily Mail has like this huge news story. For example, they're covering the Queen, but then also they have all those little thumbnails on the side that are like, you know, uh, Gigi Hadid flaunts her toned abs yeah. <laughs> in new bikini shots in Ibiza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think you could have... Using you know, night vision <laughs> photographs as well. Oh, is she flaunting it? Is she when you've got your night vision it's goggles insane. on? It's so funny, yeah, when yeah. they say she's flaunting it as if mm. like she's publicly showing off her body when it's... You're, you've taken a photo with a high-powered lens from 15 kilometers away. <laughs> you've taken like a satellite Using satellite, photo. yeah. <laughs> you know, you've like zoomed in from space to yeah. get this grainy footage and yeah. everyone's like, oh, typical Gigi showing off her body again. At the she, beach, <laughs> in the bikini. At How a private beach she? that she owns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's but they'll always have that. And then, of course, next to that will be this brutal story about Oh, the war in Ukraine or, yeah. you know, this week, the death of the Queen that we all have to be very, very upset about. And it's like, you're, you're confused as a, as a publication about <laughs> what you're trying to cover. Well, this the BBC had, like, you know, I just checked the headlines up before I get to the sport and one of the headlines was um, Prince Andrew gets the corgis. Yeah. 
that was the headline. So who who gives a like? Who gives a shit. He must. I mean, he would have been over the moon when he found out his mum's left him some bitches to groom. <laughs> He would have been like, oh, like they get it. Thank you. We're, we're normalizing this now. How About upset, time. How upset was he upset? How upset would he have been when it was the corgis that turned up at the door? Oh, man. I mean. Like, God damn it. I misread the memo. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's got all those teddy bears he has on his bed. Do you remember reading about that? that oh, was, that's so weird. You've, you've, yeah. You've, everyone's across If I home. were accused of being a, a pedophile. Yeah. And look, the day will come for all of us. But if I were accused <laughs> of being a pedophile, the first thing I've got to cut that from the podcast. <laughs> <I was gonna laughs> <say. laughs> this will be evidence yeah. someday. No, if I were ever accused of being a pedophile, fully, surely the first thing you would do is remove all the stuffed toys oh. from your bed. You'd remove all the candy from your van. There are just things you'd clean up. First thing, I'm folding up. I'd phone up Pizza Hut and tell them to like just let everyone know I've been there every day for the last twenty years, and then yeah, get the fucking bears off. What the is bed. The, what is the insane Pizza Hut um, conspiracy? This is the QAnon conspiracy that it, in Pizza Hut uh, franchises, there's a lot of pedophilia going down in the basements or something. Is that no? Is that I haven't heard that. I thought it was Pizza Party was what they referred to. Oh, sorry. There was yeah. an email thing that came out through the America, like through the White House or something. And Pizza Party is what they referred to oh. as is like um, pedophilic, like pedophile rings. Right. Having a pizza party. Oh, okay. I wonder Which where. made it even creepier when he said, I wasn't there. I was at a, a pizza Hut. Oh, is that what he actually said? Yeah, well, it's pizza. That was I his think alibi. It might, been, it might have been Pizza Land, I think, because Pizza <laughs> Land's like one of the chains that we have in the UK. Pizza Land. Okay, I love it. And we, like, I used to go to Pizza Land. Used to be like our treat. Yeah. When, when I was a kid. And you're upset that he's tarnishing. Well, no, who the fuck from the royal family is going to? <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's like, a if you're point. a billionaire, where, where, oh, where, where's the party at, Dad? Oh, I'm taking you to Pizza Land. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Prince. Maybe David Beckham will be there too. Yeah, he's queuing like, up out the front. No one's going to Pizza Land. It's right. like the, the shittest chain of pizza. Like, yeah, ridiculous. What I found fascinating is the way in which uh, two people have gotten treated very differently by the media, and that's Prince Andrew, who's mm-hmm. been celebrated for being his hero. And now uh, Meghan Markle has turned up in London. I think very, very you know, brave of her to turn up and be part of this media circus mm-hmm. and just gets absolutely lambasted by mm-hmm. the British press. Mm-hmm. And it's just insane that it's harder to be a woman of colour than a pedophile in the <laughs> UK. Yeah, it's... Um it's just non-stop for her, isn't it? I mean, you saw that they did the same thing to Princess Di. I mean, it would have been great if she was there. Imagine if she turned uh, Now, up. like as a corpse. Like, she's, they're just trying to... No, that would have been awful. <laughs> she should have been with the Queen at the end of the queue. See, I watched that. I watched that funeral in 97. Yeah. Like, I felt sorry for her. Yes. Um, but this one, I was just... And I felt sorry for her boys as well. She's Actually, an old lady. Yeah. She's just an old lady. We lost a lot of old ladies over the last few years to COVID. Heaps of them. Just another old lady. With, like with a, in the palace, surrounded by a billions of dollars, which has been <laughs> stolen from other countries. In Scotland, of so, all places. <laughs> surrounded by the Elgin Marbles and the Rosetta Stone. Yeah. <laughs> the Loch Ness Monster. Which, have you seen that's what's happened with Prince Andrew? What? That's oh, fantastic. So he's now the Earl of... Because um, obviously... Uh, Earl of Loch Ness. Charles has been dishing out new titles and stuff. Oh, okay. He's the Earl of Inverness, which is where Loch Ness is. And they're calling him the Loch Ness Nonsa. <laughs> <laughs> that's... <laughs> 
I mean, I can't. They must have done that on purpose. They'd be like, the Scottish <laughs> are going to love this. This is our gift to Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> Prince Charles is like, because he's it's his brother. He's taking the piss. That's what he's doing. He's beautiful. Like, oh, I'm going to stitch you up something beautiful. Oh, don't do that, Charles. He's like, nah. <laughs> Loch Ness Nonsa. Well, it's been a. a a rough week, obviously, for Meghan Markle, but good on her for, for handling it so well. It's also been a rough week for the new uh, Little Mermaid, oh. who is a, a woman of colour, mm-hmm. and people are very upset that the Little Mermaid is not white. Yeah. Now, I feel sorry for the people who are upset about this because eventually they're going to find out that Jesus wasn't white either. And that could be a real body blow to them. But what, what if? But what if Jesus has just been doing white face all these years? Well, I think he has been. Yeah, I think he has been. I mean, he was born in the Middle East. I doubt he was. As he knew white his market. As, That's the thing. He yeah. knew his market early on. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to have to be white for this to take over. Yeah, like he was Jewish. He's like, no, nah, I've got to change <laughs> yeah. that up. Sorry, Michael. He's like, I've got to, I've got to be Catholic. Yeah, because those guys are cool. Yeah, a lot of Jewish people do kind of like. Become, I changed their name a little bit just so they're not too Jewish to yeah. reach a, a wider market. <laughs> exactly, it's yeah. not a new thing. He was on, he was on top of it. Straight he was really away. ahead of his time, wasn't yeah. he, Jesus? But people are very upset about this and the Little Mermaid being black. And I find it very, very funny to be upset by a fictional character having a different ethnicity to the one that you thought she was. Yeah. Because she isn't real, so she could be anything. I, I saw someone wrote on Twitter, someone very upset about this, wrote that they were upset because just from an evolutionary perspective, it made no sense. Because they said, well, if she's at the bottom of the ocean where there's no sunlight, mm. how could she have developed enough melanin in her skin to have that complexion? You'd have to ask a killer whale, I guess. Oh yeah, well, yeah, killer whales. I mean, they're, 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 they're half black, like, half white. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're the Michael Jackson of the sea. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like to call <laughs> Famously also pedophiles. The yeah. wilds, but, but isn't that strange to be upset about the Little Mermaid purely off like a evolutionary scientific basis? Because she's also got a tail. Do you know what I mean? So well, she's, yeah, she's a fish. She, she's, <laughs> she speaks to her. There's a talking crab. Yeah. I, I just don't lobster. think... Sorry, Come on. lobster. It's a, how dare you? Sorry. I, of all the things to get wrong this imagine week. Imagine if I got cancelled for that in the yeah. podcast of all the other things. And he was a Jamaican. He was black originally. Yes, so, that's right. Sorry, we did a gig on Tuesday and you were talking about this on stage. Yeah, very, very in-depth on stage. Yeah. Sort of, everyone's like, everyone, rather than laughing, everyone's like, yeah, he's got a real why good point about lobster? Sebastian. Why is the lobster Jamaican? Yeah, why? Well, that's <laughs> But that's that's a common theme with Disney, Disney films. Isn't it? Like the, all the sidekicks were were like black they were never it was never the the real right. character you know what i mean so like uh, you had dumbo the elephant was the, he learned to fly from black crows who were black stereotypes kind of characters yeah right uh, jiminy cricket for pinocchio was based off of a um like a i think like a black jazz entertainer kind of like guy like so it, it was a common theme it's just here we've got now it's they've i mean disney Disney's got a pretty torrid history with, with racism through its... Well, Walt Disney was a famous Nazi sympathizer. <laughs> oh, there you go, yeah. So it's, I, I mean, that Songs of the South, have you seen that? That, that's, um, that was one of the first films to have 
uh, like humans interacting with the, the cartoon characters. Okay. And it was about a uh, little bear rabbit, I think it's called. And, and it's the, the songs, it's from that film. Yeah. And it's about like, it's Oh, the Zippity Doo Dah song. Yeah. That's from Songs of the South. And it's okay. like uh, black people picking cotton and they're all having a great time and singing oh. songs. So it's pretty, oh. like it's to the point that Disney haven't re-released it on blu-ray or dvd like they're like we, we, might, we, we didn't make that <laughs> yeah but the ride in disneyland have you been disneyland i uh, went to the one in paris so i'm not sure if it's the same okay as yeah the, one in... the splash mountain did they have that i don't think so no. okay so there's a ride splash mountain when you're going around in this wooden canoe and you keep going up to high and high i'm aware yes the I've drop seen the, the yes, big drop yeah. yes and then there's the big splash the big splash. that's um the characters from that and the songs and everything playing are from songs of the south so that's all the the, the cartoon element. Do they still have that ride? They still have that ride. And okay. the funny thing is, when you when you drop, they take a photo now of your, you know, everyone. That face that you're pulling is is the face that you'd pull if you watched that film today. <laughs> like it is that horror? Yeah, it's like what the fuck? <laughs> like it's it's that terrifying. So Disney, it it feels. I don't have a problem with the Little Mermaid being black. I would have gone with Asian. Yeah, better swimmers. <laughs> I think we can all agree. Like, also, bigger market as well. Huge market. Also, people always get upset because they're like, oh, this is, you know, Disney going woke. Mm. And no, it's not them going woke. They just realize that, like, black people like fairy tales too, and they can sell this to a new community mm. and they'll make money. Isn't that the motivation? Yeah, but I, I find it with that Disney's past, I, I find like it's, um, it's for the sake of it. I don't think they've done it at all thinking like oh you know people every, all ethnicities can be fairies and mermaids and things. i think they're just like how can we fucking make money out of this yeah exactly walk, walk culture let's cash in on that 100 percent. it's not that's why i get annoyed when people say oh you go woke you go broke i think it's quite the opposite like oh, you make gotcha. so much money when like you star wars yeah you make a lot of money when you do this yeah i mean so good on them i think for you know representing new people but well, also i don't think the motivations are like altruistic well this is also like now you, like we were just talking about game of thrones you've got the um the new series that's come out which is a prequel set 125 years before yeah, the house, house of the dragon. dragon it's weird how that's come out at the same time as this like new lord, lord of the rings Ring. thing yeah they're all coming and they've all got you know black characters now there's blacks there's asians everyone's together but then yeah. when you if you watch them in in order it's like where what did we do with them all <laughs> Yeah. The real question is, well, yeah, if you watch them chronologically, yeah, you have to. Why is everyone white? Why, 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 what did we do to them? Like, was was there some kind of like 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 in Star Wars, like a space Hitler? I mean, I guess the Darth space just Hitler. Hit. I mean, I guess that's not Darth. Vader. Yeah, that's the part of Darth Vader that uh, they didn't make a movie about. Because that's, yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> that was too real for audiences <laughs> back in the nineteen yeah. seventies. Yeah, no one wants to see uh, Chewbacca in the concentration camp. <laughs> that is. That's not that's not gonna sell. Not family viewing. No, not really. Joe, you know who would love that? Walt Disney. He would have loved it or something. <laughs> that's why he bought him. That's why they bought Star Wars. They were like, as long as we can do the that's Chewbacca right. concentration with some Ewoks, little little Ewoks starving, get them in there, brilliant. And yeah, they've yeah, they haven't done it. They're like, nah. Do you know who I think can be genuinely upset about the little mermaid being a different ethnicity? And that is redheads. Because Ariel has always been a redhead. Yeah. And I was actually fascinated by this. I wonder if there are many uh, characters that are redheads in these Disney fairy tales. And I looked it up mm -hmm. and there's only two characters that have red hair. Can I guess? Yeah, go for it, please. Is, um, I don't think you'll... You definitely won't get the first brave? one. 
You're brave was Thank one of them. Thank you very much. Jeez, that's impressive. Yeah. That's um, evidence that you have children. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It would be too incriminating. <laughs> you knew a character from a children's movie from 10 years ago that isn't even like that famous. No, as, no, brave. And um, which is... I guess, it's a good movie. Well, she's Scottish though. And it's like, oh, Scottish, therefore yeah. red. I, I do like how red. she's... It's progressive to have like a strong female protagonist as your in your Disney film, mm. but also to be like, oh, she's Scottish, so better make her red. Yeah, <laughs> yeah red definitely. Hair. Boom, done. <laughs> yeah, now do Brave Two, and she's black. That's what I want to see. <laughs> Let's see that. And, and look, to be fair, like the deep sea argument, um, Scotland tops that. Because there is no sun in Scotland whatsoever. There's more chance of getting sunburn at the right, deep yeah. sea than so getting in Scotland. No sense of a person Not of colour yeah. as the next brave princess. Yeah. But if you're interested, the other character who's a redhead is uh, the character Anastasia, oh. who is uh, one of Cinderella's stepsisters. Right. And she's like a real villain in that movie. Okay. So, mate. Uh, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Uh, I feel like we've covered a lot of territory today. Um, is there anything that uh, you'd like to plug? Where can my listeners, my loyal listeners, mm. follow you and find out more about your thoughts on the Queen <laughs> and yes, the Mermaid? That, um, do you know what? Just uh, TikTok's going well for me. I'm going to go there. Uh, it's just, just Matt O'Neill on TikTok? Matt O'Neill Thunderbastard. Thunderbastard. Yeah. Do you think that the handle has helped attract more followers? No, I think it makes it more difficult. I think if it was just <laughs> at Matt O'Neill, but then there's a double L as well, which makes it more difficult. There's That's so many spell. Is it one T, two T's? Who knows? Who cares? Too many issues. Just find me. I've just gone with at Jew at all of my. That's fantastic. Very easy to yeah. find now. Yeah. With I, three I wish I'd thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd thought of that. But Man, yeah. you can go with four W's if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you coming. On, mate. Thank you very much for having me.